on the bus with you. You can stay with Nana Bet. And I'm coming too, she chuckled. I haven't seen an emu run for a long time. I'm not going to miss out on seeing this one. Chapter 2 Nana Bet's Place. Nana Bet was Nan's mum. She was very old, and Nan said there wasn't anything Nana Bet did not know about the bush. Animals and birds told her things other people could never guess at, and Nana Bet knew some wonderful stories. Nana Bet lived on the outskirts of Mildura with her grandson, Uncle Craig, and a collection of elderly chooks. Uncle Craig painted spectacular pictures, but Nan said the chooks were worse than useless. I suppose the hens are all right. Nan admitted to Jalisa and Nakita when they arrived at Nanabet's. They won't lay a single egg, though, but that Bolty's a fair mongrel. When Bolty, the rooster, wasn't chasing the hens around the house, he lurked near the back porch, waiting to attack any human legs, except Nanabet's, that walked in and out. Nan warned the girls always to carry a rolled-up newspaper to whack him with. Nan wanted Nanabet to live with her in Bendigo, but the old lady went on living in her tumble-down cottage. She told Nan she couldn't leave Bolty and the Chooks, but Nan suspected that was just an excuse. What Nanabet did not want to leave was out the back, with its animals and birds that told her things. Jalisa felt she couldn't wait to see this mysterious out the back. Come and look, said Nanabet, lifting Jalisa up so she could sit on the sink bench. Through the kitchen window, Jalisa looked out over the vast plain dotted with twisted gum trees and lots of low shrubs. In the distance, a line of thicker, darker trees marked the course of a shallow creek, which wound its way through the russet kangaroo grass. Uncle Craig said the plain was dry most of the year. But sometimes it rains so much the creek overflows its banks, explained Nana Bet lovingly. Water spills all over the plain and comes almost up to the back fence. Then all sorts of water birds come to live here. Herons and ducks and even pelicans and black swans. What happens the rest of the time? said Jalisa doubtfully. It didn't look much of a place to her and she began to believe Nana Bet would be much happier living in Bendigo. That is, after the Outback Athletics Championships were over. Come on outside and feel it for yourself, said Nana Bet. Nan gave Jalisa a roll of newspaper, just in case. Outside, the sun was about to set and the air was filled with the golden light that turned the leaves of the gum trees into shining copper. A family of magpies made the last few gliding swoops of the day before they settled to roost for the night. A mysterious stillness seemed to wrap itself around Jalisa. It felt as if something was waiting for her, but she couldn't tell what. Suddenly there was a great commotion from up near the house. Nakita was yelling her head off. She had forgotten to grab a roll of newspaper before she came outside, and Bolty had run at her with his spurs. Come inside and let's have some tea, said Nan, comforting Nakita, who was more frightened than hurt. I don't think that horrible creature has done too much damage. That night Nakita went to sleep over her tea. Uncle Craig had to carry her from the table to the little bed Nana Bet had made up for her on the built-in back veranda. In her bed at the other end of the veranda, Jalisa waited for Nan to come and say goodnight. Now you better get in a couple of early nights if you want to run well in that race, said Nan, stooping down and picking up Jalisa's clothes off the floor. Not too much watching Nana's TV, eh?
All right, Jalisa agreed. She snuggled down into the sheets so that Nan could see her only from the nose up. It was really exciting to be here in Nanabet's house and going to sleep in an unfamiliar bed. Nan, began Jalisa as Nan kissed her goodnight, but Nan said she was worn out and wanted to turn in soon herself. After Nan had switched off the light, Jalisa lay there in the dark. She wasn't tired at all. The only sounds were Nakita's sleep breathing and the occasional scratching of the wattle branches on the window pane next to Jalisa's pillow. Everything seemed quiet and still, but Jalisa couldn't stop thinking about the strange feeling that something was waiting for her out the back. She suspected Nan knew quite a lot more about it than she let on. Chapter 3. Out the Back